Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 299 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the freedom to read your word and worship you. Help us receive the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching in Mark chapter 4. Jesus tells the parable of the sower who went out to sow the seed. He told his disciples that they were trusted to know and understand the secret counsels of the Lord, but those secrets were hidden from the ungodly. He said, but for those outside of our circle, everything becomes a parable. It needed to stay unknown because then the sinner's offenses could be forgiven one day. If the unbelievers had discovered the truth about Jesus and the kingdom, they wouldn't have put Jesus on the cross and God's will would not have been done. God's plan is perfect, even when we don't fully understand it. We are blessed to be entrusted with the secrets Jesus told his disciples. This is grace and the result of seeking the Lord. We are privy to Jesus' conversations as we read his word, and we can glean the wisdom he shared with his disciples, just as if we were sitting at his feet learning from him 2,000 years ago. What a privilege it is to read God's word and learn of his ways. Verse 24 always speaks to me and says, Be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you, and more besides will be given to you who hear. We are to be careful what we let into our minds and who we listen to. Whatever we give our time and attention to will grow. Let's pray for God to show us what is good and fitting for us to consume and what is not. And then pray for obedience to follow his guidance. Jesus tells a couple more parables. In verse 26, he tells them about a man scattering seed. The seed is representative of the word of God. Over time, God grows us up as Philippians 1, 6 says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. God will continue his work in us so that we become spiritually mature. The parable of the mustard seed shows us that even the smallest amount of faith grows into a huge amount of faith over time. The tree becomes a place where others find refuge. Our faith spills over to others and we all find a place of peace and rest in God. Verse 39 says, and he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Hush now, be still muzzled. And the wind ceased, sank to rest as if exhausted by its beating, and there was immediately a great calm, a perfect peacefulness. I love that the peace and calm came immediately to the disciples. God is with us in our storms too. May we not give up hope in him. Let's see what we can learn in Hebrews chapter 13. We start the last chapter of Hebrews today. It is packed full of more wisdom. Take your time reading it and see how many nuggets of wisdom you can glean. In verse 5, he writes, Be satisfied with your present circumstances and with what you have. For he, God himself, has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor let you down, relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. Three times we are promised the Lord will not leave us, forsake us, or let us down. This is also found in Joshua 1, 5, which says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. These are promises from God that we can stand on today. 
I encourage you to write these down on note cards and keep them with you whenever you need a bit more encouragement or just need your spirit lifted. Verse 15 says, Through him, therefore, let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. Notice this verse starts out with, Through him. There is little we can do on our own, and praise is one of those things that is hard to do if we're suffering. Ask God for whatever you need. He willingly gives to his children, even put praise in our hearts. Last, the writer prays that God will strengthen, complete, perfect, and make you what you ought to be and equip you with everything good that you may carry out his will, while he himself works in you and accomplishes that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ the Messiah, to whom be the glory forever and ever to the ages of all ages. Amen. So be it. The Lord strengthens us. He equips us. He does a work in us. And he accomplishes the good work in us for his glory. Let us praise him for all he does and all he will do in us and in the world. This is such a great pairing to our reading in Mark today. Let's see what Jeremiah is prophesying in chapter 41. Yesterday, we read that there was a plot to kill Gedaliah, and today we read that the plot was carried out. Ishmael was hired by the king of the Ammonites to kill Gedaliah. Ishmael was invited to eat with the governor, and he and his men killed Gedaliah and other Jews who ate dinner with them and the Babylonians at the table. Gedaliah's death was tragic for the people in Jerusalem, and they fasted yearly in remembrance of him. Ishmael wasn't done killing, though. Men from northern regions came to Jerusalem to bring offerings. They were dressed in mourning garb because they had heard about the destruction of the city. Even though there wasn't a temple to bring their offerings to, they still came. Unfortunately, Ishmael pretended to welcome them, but instead killed all but ten of the men who promised to show him where they had treasures to give him. Ishmael took these ten men, servants, slaves, and the rest of the royal women to the Ammonites where they would be likely sold. Yesterday, we read that Johanan had warned Gedaliah of the plot to kill him. And at the end of this chapter, we read that Johanan went after Ishmael to recover the lost people and potentially bring harm to him. Ishmael got away, but the people were recovered. In chapter 42, Johanan and the people went to Jeremiah for instructions from God. Jeremiah told them he would pray for them and tell them what God told him. God told them not to be afraid of Babylon, but stay in Jerusalem, for he was bigger and more powerful than anyone. If they stayed, he would deliver them and be merciful toward them. But if they fled to Egypt, they would be killed. We will see what they decide to do tomorrow. Let's see what we can learn in Psalm 118. This is a psalm of praise to the Lord. There are many repeating verses that were sung responsively by the singers, much like we have responsive readings in churches today. The pastor or reader reads one line, and the congregation responds with the second line. Verse 8 says, It is better to put trust and take refuge in the Lord than to put confidence in man. God is faithful. He is the one who saves us. Our confidence is in him. Verse 14 says, The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. Another great truth. When our strength is gone, we can call upon the Lord for his. How much stronger would we be if we called upon him every moment of the day? Verse 24 says, This is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, today and every day is the Lord's. His joy fills our hearts regardless of the circumstances around us. Take your time reading through the psalm of praise and imagine two choirs singing responsively to one another. Let us pray. O Lord, thank you for the beauty we find in your word. You are almighty God and our confidence is in you. May your praise be ever on our lips. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.